Okay, welcome back to the Garden Pod. Uh, I'm Mark, and I'm joined again with James. Hiya, welcome, lovely to see you. And we've got a special guest today, head of Year 8, Hector Cook, who's also a geography teacher. Welcome. Hello, how are you all doing? Good, thanks. So, um, we're here today really to talk about a project that you've been working on pretty much all this year. Um, and it's culminating next week in the a big expo. So, um, do you want to just tell us a bit about the Green Garden? Okay, yeah, it's quite an exciting project. The, the original idea from it um, came from quite a few of the year eight tutor team, our keen environmentalists. And it was very interesting for me to hear some of their viewpoints. That combined with the fact that year eight as a year group is quite a nice time to get involved in a big project. Year seven is more transition. Year 9 is more into options, and order up further up the school it's more pressure on exams. So year 8 is a golden opportunity really to get stuck into a massive project. Um, and linking to our vision for the Year 8 group, which is looking at increasing community involvement, a chance to really try and get some of, some of that year group involved in the community and making a, a bit of a wider difference. And that linked to our skill as well, didn't it? One of the skills that you were focusing on. Yeah, well, one of the skills we were working on was get involved, and it worked quite nicely because we looked at um, community involvement in a big project. We also looked at um, students' behaviour within that and, and their roles within teams and what's right and what's wrong. Um, so it was quite nice that we concentrated on two skills for the whole year, which looked at some of our PSHE projects but it combined nicely with, with this as well. Mm. And, and I also understand that we have a theme for this year, don't we? Yeah, the theme, um, the theme linked to this year is specifically um, one-use plastic. I mean, the environment is such a wide area, there's so many different areas we can cover. Um, so as a tutor team, we came up with earlier on an idea that one-use plastic is such a massive issue in Malaysia, and we thought it'd be quite nice to thread that through. And the idea behind it is that we use it, it's not just a token one-off project, it's a year-long project that we start off all the way, way back at, at camp. We did pre-teaching before camp through tutors and PM registration, lots of activities on the cause of, of plastic and, and the issues behind it. Um, and then we used camp as an example of ways of collecting plastic and making logos and not having anyone use plastic at the canteen or in packed lunches. Um, and then the rest of term two, we looked at the process, um, as it were, of students starting to brainstorm ways they could make a difference. And that might be through awareness or upcycling, multiple ways in each class. I mean, as a school, we've made a lot of progress this year, haven't we, in terms of the canteen? It has been, it's been really good, and um, that's why the expo itself started off as a, started off as a, year eight project and the original idea behind it was that that would be May at the end of the year and be a celebration amongst year eight but, but there's been multiple um, parties now involved that it's grown arms and legs which is superb yes and as you, and as you say the Green Dragons so Georgie who um, Georgie Waters the Green Dragons has done some superb stuff with her team yeah um, of students yeah a team of students who have looked at they, they made some, some lovely awareness videos yes. to, to plastic in the swimming pool. They've really cut down and pressurised the canteen uh, to, to look at reducing... What, what yeah. sort of things have they done with the canteen? They, they've looked at 
as a starting point, they they got rid of plastic bottles, which is which is a great a great. Yeah. Move. There's still lots more so ideas. Students have to bring their own bottle now. Every student has their own water bottle. Students students bring their own water. As, can't as buy it and as they start, yeah. you just can't do it. And that's often one of the only ways to actually actually do it. At the moment, you can still see the canteen of frustration from me. Is still seeing the use of um, use of one-use cups mm. and uh, and plastic plastic tops. Right. Um, and that's still as consumers. The only way that really works is either to double the cost or actually just just get rid of it. There's a bit of a nudge there where if you bring your own mug, you get a stamp, and after ten, you get a free cup of coffee. But it's not quite enough yet, is it? Maybe convenience not. still is clearly it's not enough. But it's more inconvenient. Ultimately, every one of those bits of plastic, you know, they're going to be in the soil and the environment for up to five hundred years, and we know a lot of it. Goes, even if you put it in recycling, a lot yes. of that does go to landfill. And there's huge sites in Malaysia yeah. that is just full of plastic. Yeah. Now the cup you've shown is actually corrugated cardboard. Is that better or, or the same as one-use plastic? Um, it's still, it's probably not going to be in the environment as long. But your average coffee cup you get from Starbucks or your, your one-use cup you get, it's got material in it that doesn't biodegrade. So okay. there's plastic liner within that that, that keeps keeps the heat in yes. actually is, is pretty horrific for the environment. Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing, people see this and they see that it's a paper cardboard cup, they don't realise that there's still parts of this that can't be recycled. Because people associate yeah. paper as being easy to be recycled. I think it's worth pointing out that the cup is James's, uh, not mine. And um, also that... Uh-huh. <laughs> also... Uh, uh, witness here. <laughs> oh, Strubella's got a nice china cup. Yes, Solomon's. Um, so anyway, what I was going to suggest is that, you know, on its own, it doesn't sound like a big deal. Don't buy paper cups. Mm. And, and, but it's not just about not buying paper cups. What are the things that you, are, the, are the Green Dragons and your year team pushing? Yeah, there's, there's, there's many things. And this idea of, listen, it's one cup, it's one straw, it's just complete nonsense. And this is one of the, the key aspects of our project is very much about awareness. And people often say, yeah, but it's, it's policies, it's governments that need to make those decisions. But, of course, that's true. Governments have the most power to make it. But, but who is it that pushes government agendas? It's, it's Joe Bloggs. Exactly. Business demand. Whatever's demanded for basic lives. And essentially, every single multiple change... Um, initiative that's happened on the planet ever started with one person and one idea mm. and, and, and a, and a mm. group and that's a key point to remember so your plastic straws that yeah, there is movement there Malaysia are now going to be banning them next year um, the at the moment believe it or not I think the figure is 80 million plastic straws every single Eight day. zero? 80. Yeah, that's basically three or wow. four for every Malaysian that's Malaysians yeah. right that's, yeah, that's I, three I or four per Malaysian and that's this day yeah, a day. Every day. And they're all ending up in a hole yeah. in the ground that will not degrade. Yeah, and, and, it's, and that's polluting groundwater and it's causing huge amounts of problems. A lot of it ends up in the sea. Yeah. And you, you, you go, you're multiplying that by Malaysia's a, a tiny country. You multiply, you look at China, you look at India, the big future superpowers. And you look at all that litter that's ending up in the sea. And it's why all the, the talk in the press yeah. at the moment about species extinction which yes. is a bigger impact yeah, a bigger yeah. problem than climate change itself it's species extinction we can't survive as humans without without insects. the fish in the sea for instance and, and insects and fish in the sea and, yeah. and this is why this bigger problem starts with something as small as you using um, sure. a little just remembering to yeah. bring your own cup and yeah. uh, metal straws so what, what, are, what are the things that the tutor group's doing I know there's different projects that are taking place ok we've got an exciting array of um, products and uh, kind of awareness campaigns going on so for year eight specifically we've got um, ranging from we've got plastic um, 
upcycled plastic water bottles that are being used as pencil cases. We've got some very nice, um, we've got some key rings, all bits of plastic that are being upcycled to make keychains. We've got um, a very nice canvas bag that AP and the whole year have done. That's our main product actually that you can buy from primary or secondary. Mm. And that the idea behind that is there's 500 being made and they've got Green Garden, One Use is No Use, that's our, our logo. Yes. And they've got that written on the side of it. And the idea behind it, each one of those 500 bags will have its own little sphere of influence. And whoever's got that bag will tell the story and, and put the guilt trip on people. Should <laughs> yeah, I love the way, yeah. I've asked all my year eights uh, as a crew to call people out on it. Mm. And when you see people, um, yeah. make them feel guilty. You see people yeah. having yeah. plastic bottles, and there's some things you can do something about it, there's something yeah. to do. I spoke to Dylan, who is sort of leading on the bags, and he was saying that you know it's not about they're not making any money on this at all. They're just covering their costs, but the main aim is to get the message out and to get people using those instead of plastic bags, because every one of those can replace how many plastic bags? I mean, I've still got my one from three years ago, Dylan mm-hmm. made, yeah. and so you're talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of plastic bags, one person. And we're not forgetting, if I'm right, Dylan, those are biodegradable, aren't they? Yeah, themselves, they, they are themselves, and they're made from they're made from local material local employment so they're very very sustainable and I understand of course there's a carbon, carbon footprint behind making those bags yeah. and, and you know, using less products and buying less products is, is a key aim but yeah. the awareness of those 500 bags and if you use it over time to avoid the use mm. of hundreds of plastic bags it is going to have a big I mean I think Malaysia's actually been quite innovative they're charging 20 cents a bag and that's now coming into force which is actually quite a lot um, for most Malaysians and I've noticed people have become much more innovative in the ways that they can carry things with yeah. a charge like that very true and if you look at the UK they went down they, they put I think it was a 5p charge originally which seems nothing and in the first year of that initiative use went down by 90% 90 which, which is incredible to think and, and so which really tells a story that you, you need to hit people in their pockets and for it to, for the, it to the quality of plastic bags dropped as well like they rip more than they used to so it's, it's, you don't even want to use them you, you're better off bringing your own bags and getting mm. your shopping home safely yeah and there is, there is times as well it's important to remember that you know, if you, if you try to spend your whole life not using any one-use plastic, very, very, almost impossible at restaurants and if you get takeaway food. Um, but it's the little changes you can make um, that we're talking about yeah. and, and not feeling too guilty about some of the other things. Just trying your hardest to make a yes. few changes and stick with those changes is a key point. We can't do everything. We can't not fly. We can't. Yeah. If you add all these things up, you're literally, you literally... But you can, you can certainly make a difference. And I know my wife... Um, uh, possibly thanks to pressure from my daughter, um, she now actually brings out things, um, not one use, but actual things to the takeaways and says, please, can you fill this? Oh, cool. Yeah, they're, they're great tips. And my, my two, two boys who are, who are only five and seven, they are constantly pressuring people. And that supermarket, down the Rothy shop, um, you know, saying, please don't bring these drawers out. And please, and these are the, yeah. these are the things. That it does a cute five-year-old is going to be far more effective than anybody else. And, and James, as you made the point, taking your own little container yeah. that you can get leftovers from, from a restaurant, for example, to yes. lunch the next day, yeah. is a very, very simple thing you just have to remember mm. to pack it along with your reusable water bottle yeah. before you go out. I mean, I was, yeah, I was yeah, very I impressed by sure IKEA. Everyone, yeah. They actually sell their containers in the canteen rather than use one use. And people say, well, it's three ringgits, but actually it's three ringgits for something I can use again and again. Yeah, and the Hive, another one of the, the 
parties involved in the expo, so we're going to have our, our each mm. one class. So there's eight classes in year eight. Each of them will have an individual focus. Some are linked to musical songs they've created. Some are linked to making bags. Mm. There's all sorts of bracelets, and jewelry, things people can buy. There's um, recycled plant pots, um, and these are all going to tell their own old stories. There's those things as well, but there's also external parties that heard about this expo, desperate to get involved. So the Hive is one of them. They're a zero waste shop in wow. Malaysia. That are they came to our Mufti Day. Yes, awareness. We still use their toothbrush. We've got the, the bamboo. Mm. Yeah, like the drawers nice. from them as I've well. Still got them. They all have a stall at um, our expo, and a cut of their profit they make will go to our, our fundraising, which will hopefully go back into green infrastructure. Mm. So, so the expo is when? It's on the fifteenth of May. So Wednesday, and as you as it finishes school, two thirty to four thirty. So even if you've got CCA, just pop by and ask students what they've been doing and the reason behind it, and maybe buy some products as well. Yeah, and we've got well, some fun activities like video games, haven't we? There's some great stuff that, again, you know, James, Mr. Bella has been looking at um, making some little coding videos. So I know uh, Evan from AI that he's making little coding coding game that you can make linked to the environment. Um, there's so many other different things happening as well. Year five have got involved, um, so with uh, Becky Hunter, and they are, they're doing a huge upcycling project. They'll have a few stalls. Awesome. Yeah, and, and it's in the foyer? In the foyer, the main, as you walk in the main entrance, and that's where it is. Parents are all welcome. Every parent is welcome, and even if you're just on the way out of school with your kids, just walk past a few stalls. You don't even need to buy anything, just talk to people. And there's going to be an installation there, an upcycled installation, there's going to be lots going on. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, right no, I just look forward to seeing you down there. And it's, it's a celebration, really, of the whole year mm. and the green momentum that the garden is undergoing. And it's a chance to celebrate that, share stories and successes, and also make a bit of a, a legacy. Um, it doesn't end here, this is just a start. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.